Welcome to Magic with Gadgets, brought to you by RecipeThis.com. I am Samantha, your host, and love to chat about the magic of kitchen gadgets for easy, delicious and cheap everyday cooking. Before we dive into this week's podcast episode, I wanted to talk to you about our air fryer bucket list. In a nutshell, it's a totally free, awesome e-cookbook featuring the 25 must-make, bucket list-worthy air fryer recipes. Pause the podcast now and grab yourself a free copy by entering your email address at recipethis.com forward slash AF bucket list or search bucket list at recipethis.com. Let's talk air fryer frozen food, the easiest type of air fryer food and ideal for beginners. I was talking to my husband Dominic and we were creating one of the modules for the Learn Your Air Fryer course. It's a 52 week course teaching uh, people how to use the air fryer from the absolute beginner to the kind of building your confidence and ready for the next level. Well anyway, I was asking Dominic because we like have over 400 air fryer recipes and I was trying to pick the 10 easiest and I was asking for his import and every recipe shouted out to me was air fryer frozen food because it is the easiest there's nothing easier than opening a bag of frozen food and dumping it in the air fryer basket you might have to get rid of the excess crumbs uh, that have circulated in the bottom of the air fryer or you might want to spray it with some extra virgin olive oil to make it a bit crispier but overall it's literally dump it in just like when you think of the easiest food to cook the kids when they come home from school I'm sure chicken nuggets and chips is kind of top of the agenda. So we're kind of thinking that air fryer frozen food is the easiest and we tried not for our top 10 list to include just air fryer frozen food but it's hard because it is the easiest you know and I recommend that anybody new to the air fryer starts out with it because it's like it's like a baby set try out and understand the air fry cook times with already prepared food and then it doesn't feel like you spent ages in the kitchen cooking something for it not to turn out right. So you can always start at frozen food. And that's why I wanted to do a podcast and just talk about air fry frozen food because it really is for beginners. And in case you're wondering, seeing as we have more than 80 air fryer frozen food recipes on the blog, my favourite is anything breaded chicken. It produces the best results out of anything. If you think of, let's say, your favourite KFC chicken, um, you can achieve that in the air fryer. For example, you can get some breaded um, frozen chicken thighs and then you can just throw them in the air fryer and they'll be as good as KFC. Or you can reheat. So imagine you've bought uh, a bucket uh, from KFC. You're not like Joey from Friends and you can't manage all of the buckets on your own in one sitting. Instead, what you do is you silver foil up each of the leftover portions and place them in the freezer. And then you can cook them from frozen at another time and think to yourself, wow, I can have KFC chicken tonight, even though I didn't go to KFC for like three weeks. I know my dad used to do this a lot. We would go out for lunch. 
they would choose KFC. Um, we'd been like one of those food courts where we all eat at different places. And you can guarantee that my dad would buy a big bucket with the intention of having, say, two pieces of chicken while I was there and then the rest would go in the freezer like this. So, you know, I'm not the only one to do it and I'm sure many other people do. I think I looked online and I think it said 8,000 people want to know how to reheat their frozen uh, KFC chicken every month. So if you are into that, then you're not alone. So... Why should you cook air fryer frozen food? I think you know the answer there. It's easy. All you have to do is do a little bit of spraying and it's good to go. You know, there's not really not much to it. It's just ideal for learning. For example, everybody seems to have different brands of air fryers. And I think that's why people struggle with the cook times. You know, if you've got um, a good brand like Philips, you know, it's tend to do a quicker job than some of the other brands. Like I've noticed Tower and Gowise are slower to cook and so is Consori compared to Philips. So, you know, it's best to experiment and find this out. I mean, if your recipes um, take 10% longer than... Uh, than Philips do. You can check with some breaded chicken and you can compare it to our recipe cook times and then see how you need to adjust it for yours. Or let's say that you're only slightly off, then what I would recommend is to always include a preheat because then it will give you the bumper start that you need with your air fry frozen food that you might not necessarily get. And then for taste, air fryer frozen food is like um, deep fried, but it doesn't seem to have that greasiness about it that normal frozen food has when you air fry it. It's much better compared to the deep fat fryer. But, you know, it still has that amazing crispy crunch to it. I think the first thing we ever cooked in our air fryer when we got our first one back in 2011 was actually air fryer frozen chicken strips. The same ones we still have on the blog today. Uh, though, of course, they've been updated. <laughs> uh, but you can start off with something like air fryer frozen chicken strips. You can maybe try some chicken nuggets or some chicken wings. And best of all, it doesn't have to be just be junk food. Take frozen chicken wings as an example. You could take regular frozen chicken wings that haven't had any marinade put on them whatsoever, that are just wonderfully fresh, such as the lovely ones you can get from ButcherBox. And then once you've cooked them from frozen, you can toss them in your favourite homemade seasoning. It doesn't have to be just junk food. Just like with air fryer food cooked from frozen, you can also um, cook some delicious food that would be considered as healthy, such as air fryer vegetables, air fryer green beans, air fryer steak, air fryer pork chops. The list is just endless. Don't feel like it has to just be the rubbish. And of course, we also have a frozen cookbook that we have created. It has every single air fryer frozen food recipe we have ever done. Um, yes, it's got the junk food, but it's also got yummy steak and pork chops and plenty of other things like ribs. And there's, there's just a fantastic choice of recipes in it. And it also comes with an air fryer frozen cook chart so that you can grab the cooking chart, print it off at home, 
and then place it on your fridge or in your kitchen cupboard and you've just got something easy uh, to reference so that if you say cooking chicken wings you know straight away what the cook time is for it and you can get that and other stuff of ours um, in the ebook shop which is at recipethis.com forward slash ebooks but it's absolutely wonderful and it's um, out of all our ebooks, it's the second biggest selling one. So I'm assuming there's a lot more people out there that want to know how to cook their air fryer frozen food, I assume. <laughs> and my number one tip, which I've already mentioned briefly, is the spray. What I did is I had this old spray bottle that came with some rapeseed oil in it that I hated. And what I did is I got as I got rid of all the oil out of it, gave it a good clean out and refilled it with extra virgin olive oil. And that's now our spray bottle. And it has been our spray bottle for over a year now. And then when it's running low, we just add some more extra virgin olive oil to it. When you have a spray, the point of them is that you can quickly spray the top of your food without having to transfer it out the air fryer basket. Ideal for when you're just quickly cooking something and you just want that crisp on the top. Or you've cooked something and it just hasn't had enough crisp. It's ideal for that. And it's all also ideal for when you're not tossing food in a bowl. You can just spray directly in the air fryer basket. Or if food's too flimsy... Like, for example, when we're cooking air fried frozen broccoli, we'll just spray the top of it and then we're not actually touching it and you don't have that problem. So, let's talk five magical ways to air fry frozen food. So, my first one so kind of comes back to my favourite use of the air fryer which is sweet and sour chicken balls. If you think of those lovely Chinese packs that you can get from the supermarket in the frozen section, where it's the sweet and sour battered balls, you get the spare um, little container of the sauce to go with it to dip with, and it's perfect for Chinese night in. Well, you can cook these little balls on their own in the air fryer, but a great tip is that those little bags of sauce that come in those little plastic containers, if you actually put them in for the last three minutes of cooking, they will defrost with the sweet and sour balls. But because they're in a plastic uh, packaging, they won't leak out anywhere. So then when you're ready, you don't have to worry about defrosting because you're just ready to go. You literally can just... um, pour the sauce into a bowl on the side and then you've got your sweet and sour balls and the sauce to go with it and it's fantastic. And you can do that with any type of the frozen food that comes with a dipping sauce that's frozen. It's just a quick quick method to get it defrosted fast and it does work. <laughs> that's the main thing, right? And then the next thing is this would be a healthy recipe but also an underrated recipe, and that's air fry frozen steak. I mean, oh my God, this blew my mind away with how good it was. Um, my readers had asked me for a while to do some air fry frozen steak, and I thought, no, 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 I'm not wasting sirloin steak and cooking it from frozen. I'll damage it, it'll taste horrible, it hasn't, it hasn't been pounded to tenderise it, it'll be disgusting. 
So I put it off and put it off. And I still had this sirloin steak sat in the freezer that was meant to become air fry frozen steak, but I just not got round to it. So eventually I said to Dominic, we're going to have to bite the bullet. It can't really be that bad, can it? So we cooked it. Um, we did it slow on a lower heat. That way uh, we're defrosting it at the same time as cooking it. And we tried it. Oh my Jesus Christ, the Lord. Oh my God. I could not believe how good this steak actually tasted. It was the best air fry steak we had ever cooked. I mean, seriously, it was that good. And we thought about it from a scientific point of view and we tested it against some of our other regular steak recipes. And the conclusion that we've come to is that because air fry steak is normally cooked fast in the air fryer, when it's defrosted and starts on a lower cook time, it's getting seared in the air fryer for longer. So it's helping produce a much better, crispier layer on the steak and a better intense flavour because it's slow cooked. Just like if you've got a sous vide, you cook steak in it. The steak's amazing because it's cooked on a, on a lower temperature. Well, the same applies to steak in the air fryer. And then that leads me um, to number three on the list, which would be air fryer frozen pork chops. The same rule applies. It tastes much better in the air fryer from frozen because it's tenderizing it and cooking it slowly. And plus, you can also cook your fries at the same time as your pork chops and then just have a quick sauce going on the go somewhere else in your kitchen to serve with it. Or like how the Portuguese have it uh, to serve it so that it's kind of pork chops, fries and some sauce and salad. Because that's how we have it here in Portugal. And it's often on the meal deals um, at lots of different cafes, come restaurants, where you pay something silly like uh, six euros per person. And you get to choose which sauce you want and whether you want chips or you want rice with it. And it's just delicious. And it just reminds me of the simplicity of the dinners that they have here. And then fourth on the list would have to be air fryer onion rings. Cooked from frozen, they are a dream come true. It's because of how crispy they become. They really are nice and crispy and the taste, um, the crisp on them is like they've been deep fried. And plus, you can use either breaded onion rings or battered onion rings. The battered ones, we find, taste a little bit better because, um, you know, breaded are more meant for the oven, so they don't normally have such a good crisp on them. And they're well worth having a try. And for a similar taste experience, of course, you can do calamari rings instead, you know, um, or you might call them squid rings. Both are good in the air fryer. And we have done both fresh and frozen calamari and onion rings in the air fryer. And I must admit, we do prefer the frozen variety. They're just fantastic. And then fifth on the list, I'm back to fries again. You see, I have this problem. I eat too many fries and I can never eat enough fries. And for me and fries, I think that's why me and keto will never be friends. Because I just like my fries too much. So anyway, growing up as a kid... Whenever my mum did my dinner, you know, I didn't get dinner in the deep fat fryer. <laughs> my mum was always on a diet. You know, I was lucky to, I was lucky if it did get kind of junk food. 
Normally dinner was some sort of canned spaghetti or soup um, in the microwave with a little bit of cheese and some uh, salad garnish. So whenever she had the oven on, I was always excited. And one thing that she used to always do in the oven was oven chips or McCain's oven chips. But the problem with them was that they were kind of meant for the oven. So they were always soggy and they never, ever had a crisp to them. They were still chips, of course, but they were never going to compare to the fish and chip shop, takeout, deep fat fryer. And I know that whenever she wasn't around and I was making my own dinner when uh, her and my dad were out when I was in my teenage years, I'd get the deep fat fryer out, I'd peel one large potato that was meant for baked potatoes, make very skinny French fries, deep fry it and have it with some burger sauce. And it was amazing and much better than oven chips. But what I did as an experiment is I grabbed some oven chips and I thought I'd see how they compare to the air fryer. Because I loved the texture of McCain's oven chips. I just didn't like that there was no crisp on them. So I tried them in the air fryer with some oil sprayed on towards the end of cooking. And I'll tell you, they were amazing. They were like steak fries. And, you know, oven chips, the way they're prepped with McCain's, there's a lot less oil in them compared to the regular ones. So it's like a, a healthier version of air fryer frozen French fries, if you like. And because they're thicker... The oil doesn't stick to them as much compared to the skinny ones. So they were really, really nice. So next time you see some steak fries in the supermarket or some McCain oven chips, do give them a go in the air fryer because they really are magical for air fryer frozen food. And then that leads us to this week's recipe of the week, which is air fryer frozen toast. You know, we all used to go through this phase, I know many of us still do, where we buy sliced bread in bulk when it's reduced and then we can just grab some bread from the freezer whenever we want some. Well, with the air fryer, what you can do is you can grab some frozen sliced bread from the freezer, throw it straight in the air fryer and have toast. Or you can add cheese on top of it to make it into cheese toast, whatever you fancy. What I recommend is you grab how many slices will fit without being dumped on top of each other, which in our air fryer is normally four. And then cook them for four minutes at 160 Celsius, 320 Fahrenheit. And then once you've done that, add your toppings and put them back on for two minutes at 200 Celsius, 400 Fahrenheit. Because then you've gone from defrosting and warming them to actually crisping them. And don't forget the toppings are the best. We uh, have a recipe on Recipe This. If you search recipethis.com for pizza toast, you'll find a great recipe where it's like little slices of pizza where we've used um, bread for the toast as the bottom pizza base and then covered it with cheese and tomato and oregano. And it is lovely. And I love doing that uh, when uh, I can't be bothered to cook and then you can just grab them from the freezer and do it that way. It's just great. Or whatever your favourite toppings are on your toast. How do you like your toast? Do, Do write in and tell us how you like yours. I'd love to know. And then it's down to readers Q&A. Nolene would like to know, um, why is it dry? Okay, so frozen food ends up dry when it is cooked at a temperature that's too high 
and it hasn't had a decent amount of oil or liquid on the food. So, for example, if you were cooking air fryer frozen chicken Kievs, for example, if you cook it at too high a temperature, um, then it's just going to end up really, really dry, just like if you overcook them in the oven. So I'd recommend if you were doing that and say you were using a temperature of 200 Celsius, 400 Fahrenheit, that you take it down to 160 Celsius, 320 Fahrenheit. Knock a couple of minutes off the cook time, check on it and then see if it needs any more. If, however, you're cooking food and the temperature feels right and the cook time feels right, I would recommend adding some liquid to the food as it's cooking. For example, if you're cooking frozen shrimp, um, add a squirt of lemon to the top of the shrimp and it just gives it some moisture and it will stop it from being dry. And Trisha wants to know if frozen food is low calorie. It is as low calorie as baking in the oven without adding anything extra to Trisha. Because what happens when you air fry is that you're using a lot less oil, but it's not like the frozen food is very low calorie to begin with. So for example, let's say you would normally put fries in the deep fat fryer. Instead, using minimal oil and air frying them instead. So it's like the same calories really of a baked potato. If you think with a baked potato, you would bake it and then you would add a little bit of butter to it when it's cooked. That little bit of butter is the equivalent calories of oil that you would spray your fries with when you're cooking them. So it's like the same. You know, like people say, oh, I'm going on a diet, I'm going to eat baked potatoes. Well, beware that you can have fries in the air fryer for the same amount of calories. I mean, isn't that fantastic? Well, that is a wrap. I recommend you head over to RecipeThis.com and check out all the kitchen gadget recipes. After all, there are more than a thousand to choose from. Also, please, please, please leave us a five-star review if you enjoyed the episode because the more reviews means the more people will find us and learn about the magic of cooking with kitchen gadgets. We've also created an awesome podcast index for you at recipethis.com forward slash podcast. You can grab all links mentioned, resources and explore other episodes. Thanks again for listening and ciao for now.